Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Ho, 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 everyone, and welcome. It's December, and it's also your old friend, me, Katie Patrick, joined by Mr. David Fiorazzo. Happy December. Now, before we get started, I want to show some love to our sponsor, Switch to America. As we move into this Christmas season, it is important to support small businesses right here in the U.S. of A. And we can all do that by visiting our friends at switchtoamerica.com. That's right, switchtoamerica.com. Visit right now and see all the alternatives to the everyday items you already use that are made right here in the USA. Again, that's switchtoamerica.com. If you love this country, please support American companies. All right, friends, Alex Newman is back on Friendly Soil once again. And as always, he's got some more dirt to share with us. Hey, Alex. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Yeah, so uh, another story about the just the endless indoctrination of our children. It's so grotesque. It's been going on for a very long time. It's something that I've been exposing for a long time. Uh, but now we're getting some data on the fruit of all this brainwashing, of all this terrorizing of our children. Now, there's a new survey out of the U.K., uh, this was commissioned by a, an eco grocery company. So, you know, they, they may have some bias issues there, but they find that more than seven in 10 children are worried about climate change and environmental issues. Uh, and of course, uh, you knew it, right? Uh, they, they say that this proves we need more education on climate change in the schools to teach children how to deal with climate change. Of course, it's uh, totally, totally ridiculous. Uh, it, with, when they drilled down a little further in these kids, uh, the biggest concern of them was the impact that this climate change would have on animals. Yeah. One fourth of these terrorized children said that was their top concern. That was the, the top ranking concern. Not about what it's going to do to humans. I mean, it's, assuming you believe this climate change narrative, of course, climate has always changed. Fortunately, now, thanks to industrialization, technology, uh, material uh, wealth, uh, those disasters from the climate that have always been with us are now pretty much harmless compared to how they used to be. Um, but uh, what they found is that children were most worried about the effect of climate change on animals, not their fellow human beings, but animals. Uh, other concerns they had uh, were plastic pollution, rising temperatures, things like that. Uh, and, and they actually asked these, teachers, these children, uh, who's your primary inspiration? Who's your, who do you look to for education on global warming? And uh, about half said uh, this uh, BBC population control nut, uh, David Attenborough, his big thing is we need less people. Uh, he works for, uh, or worked for at least uh, the uh, British government's propaganda machine known as the BBC. Um, the, <clears throat> the other one that uh, a lot of children pointed to, a third of them said their schools and their teachers were their primary inspiration. Less than one fourth of children said their families or their parents. So uh, it tells you, right, uh, parents are being replaced or being sidelined. British government propaganda and also uh, the government brainwash camps masquerading as schools are taking over where parents used to hold that place. Now, uh, the company did say that uh, because of these results, we need more education on global warming. Here's what the uh, the CEO of this company, Simon Mellon, said. Uh, he said, the results show that environmental challenges are having a prominent effect on the children of today, proving that it's never been more important to educate communities on the actions they can take to protect our planet, right? So they need more of this brainwashing, not less, right? And, and frankly, I don't think you need to be terrorizing children. Uh, it's simply crazy. Uh, and, and the same thing is happening in the United States, by the way. Uh, we've exposed here on the Newman Report many times uh, the next generation pseudoscience standards, I call them. It's the same uh, uh, people that brought you the Common Core abomination. 
Uh, and if you read these pseudoscience standards, what you'll find is that in 12 years of so-called education, these poor children will never hear the term scientific method if their teachers follow the standards. What they will hear over and over and over again is man-made global warming. It's all your fault. Give taxes to the UN and that will save us. Uh, and in fact, the uh, National Center for Science Education revealed that back in 2016 that three out of four science teachers in American government schools teach climate change as well. Uh, so uh, these new results, they go along with another study that was released uh, uh, this summer, uh, it, it was uh, showing, it was a peer-reviewed study, actually, this one that I'm talking about, and it showed that children are experiencing something that they described in the study as eco-anxiety, characterized by, uh, I'm quoting here, negative emotions like anger, sadness, guilt, and hopelessness. Uh, yeah, that's what our children are feeling, because this is what they're being taught to feel, and it's very scientific, and it's very deliberate. Uh, that goes along with the COVID terror, right? You're going to kill your grandma if you don't put on eight masks, if you don't take a bunch of vaccines, if you don't stay home to stop the spread, if you don't do school through a, a computer. You're going to kill grandma. You're going to die yourself, and it's going to be horrible. COVID's going to kill you. Or the school shootings, right? Uh, just like they used to do the duck and cover for the kids back during the Cold War to terrorize everybody into uh, that. Now they say duck and cover from uh, gunmen who might burst in, right? Uh, and so this is just a constant terrorizing of our children, folks. Uh, and there's a reason why they're doing this, right? It's not happening in a vacuum. Uh, Adolf Hitler's right-hand man, uh, Hermann Goering, uh, was asked after the war uh, about this issue. And he was quoted in a book by an American um, uh, expert who interviewed him. And uh, here's what the uh, expert quoted the guy as saying. All you have to do is tell them they're being attacked and denounce the pacifists for lack of patriotism and exposing the country to danger. So you have to scare people. You have to tell them that there is a threat that uh, threatens them and that the people who are not with you are bad and that they need to be dealt with. Uh, so that's what they're they're doing with the climate change, right? There's this big threat. Uh, the climate deniers, your parents, uh, they are the ones who caused this threat. They're not helping to fight this threat. And so we now need to uh, do this for you. Uh, and you know, that's, that's, I think part of the reason why a former senior climate scientist, uh, Dr. Roy Spencer of NASA, uh, he referred to these uh, climate alarmists as global warming Nazis. Uh, folks, it is time to uh, protect your children from this, right? And, and they terrorize them and they say, well, don't worry, we're going to do mindfulness and we're going to do social emotional learning uh, and that's going to fix this terror that they're experiencing. Garbage blasphemy, ridiculous, folks. This is totally crazy. The only way to protect our children from this terror is for parents to do the protecting. The schools won't do it. The politicians won't do it. It's time for parents to protect their kids from this. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. According to the latest U.S. Census, less than 1% of American households are headed by a same-sex couple. You heard that right. In other words, same-sex married couples consist of only technically nine-tenths of one percent, 0.9 of American households. And yet, if you listen to the mainstream media, Hollywood, Democrats, public schools, corporations, sports leagues, government, big tech, and social media, the average person would think this country is overwhelmingly dominated by LGBTQ 
individuals, and couples. Not so fast. I'm David Fiorazzo, and this is Christ and Culture. Several years ago, I saw a man on the street interview, and most people that responded seemed to think between 20 and 40 percent of the entire population in the U.S. was gay. Seriously. Now, that spoke volumes about who and what is influencing the culture. Tragically, it's not the church. It's not Christians. Now, we are now at the point that we're seeing what's known as queer all year. It's not just June, Pride Month, which is the purposeful saturation of culture with all things LGBTQ. The truth is there were about 1.2 million same-sex households, same-sex couple households in the U.S. in 2021, according to the recently released Census Bureau data. That's all. The population of America, what, 330 million or something like that? We're talking about 1.2 million. One of the major change agents has been government. The home of most federal employees and politicians, the District of Columbia, not surprisingly, exceeded all states for the highest percentage of same-sex couple households, 2.5%. CNS News points out that though Washington, D.C. leads the way, none of the 50 states had a number of same-sex couple households that accounted for more than 1.4% of their total. That was Hawaii, by the way, 1.4. The average is under 1%. It's also interesting that roughly 710,000 of the same-sex couple households were married and about 500,000 were unmarried. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why aren't the numbers, uh, the homosexual marriage numbers, much, much higher? You know why. Because it was never about marriage to begin with. It was about rejecting God's design. It's about sex and special rights, not equal rights. Moreover, in the buildup to the Supreme Court striking down all state bans on same-sex marriage in 2015, Americans were told, or promised, they just wanted to love who they want to love. That's all they wanted. End of goal. It would, it would end right there. Not so, as we've seen. For decades, the godless left has pushed the limits and found such a lack of resistance to the promotion of sin, perversion, and the marketing of evil that they have gained ground they never thought possible. Now, in its arsenal of weapons, words have been front and center. Accusations and labels of hate, homophobia, intolerance, fascism, and even racism have somehow been used as a battering ram to pummel and silence those who dare publicly to oppose the agenda. Now, few are, are allowed to disagree about or oppose LGBTQ ideology or refute propaganda presented as fact. Now, one would think... Those who believe in God and biblical values, such as creation, two genders, the traditional family, and natural marriage between one man and one woman, you would think that we're outnumbered. Again, not even remotely the case. And yet, here we are. The radical left has been lustfully lobbying 
pridefully parading, infecting legislation and infringing on religious freedom, spreading its poison nationwide. The Washington Stand's Ben Johnson believes, quote, one of the most pervasive lies insists that Americans support same-sex marriage by ever-increasing margins, end quote. He refers to the lifestyles of those in gay relationships and notes by their own admission that the average gay couple begins having sex with other people within an average of five to six years. Johnson adds, as decades of polls show, virtually all Americans do not respect any marriage or marriage is built on a foundation of perpetual mutual adultery. Why not simply remain single? Indeed, nine out of 10 Americans still find any single instance of adultery morally wrong. Legislation compelling American people to respect such marriages simply seeks to shut down opposition. Now he's referring to the Respect for Marriage Act, which the Senate voted on this week, which would repeal and replace the Defense of Marriage Act and solidify same-sex unions. The Democrats' new bill does not protect religious liberties, truly. We've been warned. LGBTQ activists want to force their morality upon the entire population, the majority, and destroy marriage, the most sacred and foundational institution in human history, without a debate. They will never stop working to force change. We need to know how to respond to this. It will be interesting to see what they do next. Don't, don't be deceived, friends. God bless you and keep speaking the truth about things that matter. Do you love America? Are you a patriot who desires to preserve the freedoms we enjoy for generations to come? Then let's take action. Every few days we give our money to the big box stores. How we spend our dollars could be the most important vote. Do these stores promote freedom and American values? Is that where we should be buying our everyday household products for the rest of our lives? What if we just stop? What if we shopped with a family-owned manufacturer who believes in preserving our freedoms? That's why SwitchToAmerica.com was created. SwitchToAmerica.com gives patriots the ability to walk away from the big box stores forever. This is a movement that pledges allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. SwitchToAmerica.com Take action if you love this country. Here is a great way to show it. SwitchToAmerica.com All right, let's take a little bit of time to find out what's trending left. And I'd like to kick things off by introducing you to Mr. K. Mr. K is an online music teacher who works with students ages 18 all the way down to three years old. But it turns out Mr. K only does half the teaching. His alter ego takes care of the rest. Bring on Dr. Jekyll and his drag queen. I'm Mr. K, and I'm a music teacher on OutSchool. I teach all age ranges from 3 years old to 18 years old. And I focus on all different aspects of music. How to make it, how to enjoy it, what impact it might have on our society. But you might notice Mr. K only makes up about half this channel. Hi, I'm Miss B, and I'm the drag queen music teacher on OutSchool. Most of my classes are for learners ages 3 through 9. I mostly teach music and story time where we read a couple picture books and sing some songs about the stories we read. And I also teach some music classes like Miss B's Musical Adventure. Yeah, that's not scary at all. I do like how uh, Libs of TikTok put the 
libs of TikTok handle, right there where a mustache would be on a man who is can't probably grow one because he likes to be a she. But anyway, speaking of those who can't help but push their agendas on little kids, this next redhead felt it necessary to go to war with a teacher who said she addresses her students as boys and girls? Wrong move, sister. Didn't you know those genders were literally made up? The woke patrol is on you, knuckle-dragging mouth breather. Here we have another veteran teacher who's insisting on the use of boys and girls in the classroom. Why is it so necessary to constantly remind kids of the gender binary with norms that we as a society literally made up? It's the same thing as saying, okay, talls and shorts, okay, blondes and brunettes. Not only does it divide the blondes from the brunettes, but it also leaves out the redheads. Statistically, redheads are pretty rare, but they exist biologically, socially, emotionally. Even if you don't like redheads or you've never met a redhead, dividing boys and girls constantly creates a disparity between the two and leaves out intersex children, non-binary children, and transgender children. I feel personally attacked with the talls and shorts comments on that one. Um, but if you're going to compare your hair color to your gender, but then also not really know that there is a difference between boys and girls, you're kind of overlapping all of the things and getting everything confused. Clearly, we have another example of a soulless redhead. Well, since it appears we can't get away from these radical educators, let's feature another one who made it clear to her class that even a stuffed penguin yes, a penguin, cannot fall victim to gender stereotypes. Preach on, happy feet. I just had a really cute moment with my students and it was a great learning moment. If any of you teachers are using the program ST Math this year, you might know their mascot, Gigi. Students asked me, is Gigi a she or is it a he? And I said, I don't know. One of the students said, well, maybe they're non-binary. And I had a student say, well, let's just look between Gigi's legs. And I said, well, we don't know a person's gender by looking between their legs. And then my student was like, oh yeah, that's right. So we decided to call Gigi, they, them. It's moments like these that remind me why I got into teaching. These small moments can make such a big difference to kids' lives. And I'm honored that I get to have these moments with these awesome kids. And that's why we need schools to not exist in the current state they are because this is the pride that these teachers are bringing to your children, where penguins have to have their genders and be told they're actually persons. So we have to look between penguins. Do they even really have the legs? I need to watch Happy Feet again to really understand it. But if you do that, according to that teacher, apparently you're some sort of a bigot. But the hits just keep on coming here, and uh, because it's not enough to be pushing the Rainbow Mafia's agenda in the classroom, well, now teachers are being recruited by their unions to wear their special badges to popularize the movement. And here's some extra drama from this elementary teacher. I have never been more proud to be a part of the teachers' union here at my site in our district. Why? The president just had this delivered to my classroom. We have these badges that we wear on our lanyards. If we are a safe person to talk to, or we can provide a safe space for our students. It is so important that our students, LGBTQ+, and not, that they have someone or someplace to go, someone to talk to, 
so yeah, uh, Florida, you can learn a lot from us over here on the West Coast. These students need us. They need us now more than ever. Wow. That got me in the feels. That performance that she just provided you, I mean, the award for the best dramatic pause goes to all right, I think for my own mental health, we should move out of the K-12 classroom and onto the college campus where our future titans of industry are being put through the rigors of... Oh, wait, sorry, I, I couldn't even trick myself into finishing that sentence. So let's just play a clip of yet another useless professor saying something dumb that students pay thousands of dollars to hear, or maybe you're going to be paying those thousands of dollars, but we'll see what happens. Take it away, Dr. Purity. Wait, really? Dr. Purity? All right, UC San Diego, Professor, it's your time to shine. So first things first, we do not grade over here, okay? Anyone who takes my class automatically gets an A. They're told in the first week that they're gonna get an A. The only thing that's required is attendance. And I have weeks of um, excused absences built in so that if people are sick or they have family obligations, it won't affect their grade. So since I'm not grading them, I'm just giving them A's. Like, how do I know that they're doing anything? And how do I know that um, they're learning anything? Uh, and so I also don't give homework. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, and I run a discussion style classroom. So um, my students and I have equal part when it comes to bringing information to the table. Um, we all sit together and share what we're talking about uh, and they get to use their critical thinking skills to apply the things they've learned in all their other classes. That's Dr. Purity crap. Pure crap is what that is. But she adds that giving everyone an A for a grade is the best way to decolonize a classroom. <laughs> Makes sense. Of course, she also has a cat. Anyway, well, I think we've had just about enough of the nonsense this week. So here's an absolutely unnecessary cherry on top of this Sunday, which should have every single one of you asking, WTF is that? I am starting year six of teaching today. Super excited. That'll do, pig. That will certainly do. Thankfully, though, we are done with this segment, but you can bet there will be plenty more craziness next time. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, let's wrap things up with yet another example of Disney going woke and ending up broke. Uh. Over the Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday, Disney released an animated movie we talked about just a few months ago and it's called Strange World. The film features an all-star cast and focuses on a family of explorers. How did it do? Ah, well, Disney, uh, they couldn't just leave it at that. No. Nope. Instead, to appease the very small woke crowd and LGBT alphabet soup mafia, the first ever openly gay animated teen character Jeez. was created with a plot line that included a budding romance with another boy. Great, Disney. 
With the lack of family films due to the pandemic, Disney banked on the fact that their $180 million movie would do well Thanksgiving weekend. But once again, parents showed the woke mouse house that if you play stupid games, you're going to win some stupid prizes. <laughs> and case in point, this past week, Strange World grossed a meager $18 million in the first five days in U.S. theaters. Wow. Analysts believe they'll be lucky lucky to hit 45 million over the entire run meaning that disney then will lose more than 100 million dollars on the movie you know david it is a it's a strange world so woke isn't working apparently because they're overestimating their popularity and by the way my christ and culture today um one percent of u.s couples according to the u.s census are same-sex couples married couples that are same-sex heads of households Less than 1%. That's really interesting to me. But back to Disney. This isn't the first Disney, first time Disney has really miscalculated their audience. This past summer, many of you remember, the prequel to the billion-dollar Toy Story franchise entitled Lightyear opened in theaters, and the film, designed for children, cost $200 million dollars, and featured a lesbian kiss. That's right, they woked it up again. Well, parents again let their dollars do the talking, and the movie grossed $118 million in the U.S., costing Disney $80 million. In comparison, the non-woke, non-Disney film Sing 2 cost $85 million to make, and it grossed $162 million in theaters during the pandemic. So, Katie, movies are some companies, not all, mm. are pushing agendas. I think most of them are. But Disney is really geared toward children. <laughs> this is the difference, what they're doing with animated movies now. And it should That's be true. called out. We've got to raise more awareness about this because some, some parents naively still think Disney movies are safe. No, that's absolutely true. And for the record, my, well, then six-year-old nephew thought that Sing 2 was better than Sing 1. That's what I learned from that. <laughs> I haven't seen either, so that's left to be seen. But you are absolutely correct. So it's, it's interesting. The whole Disney go woke, go broke it yeah. has proven to be true. And but they Dis don't care. They don't seem to care. They don't seem to care until they care just enough because they do care about that almighty dollar sign. And it got so bad here that they got rid of one Bob and brought back the old Bob. So they got out uh, Bob Chapik or Chapik or however you say oh, whatever the, the his name is. The CEO or yep. whatever. They yeah. just knocked him out to bring back Bob Iger to like you know write the mouse house and make sure everything works again because otherwise, yeah, Parents, hopefully, are staying woke and that they're waking up to this nonsense and being like, we're not going to invest our money with if this yeah. is what they're going to produce. It isn't, it isn't like the Pocahontas of yesteryear or Aladdin or basically any of the movies of old Disney have yeah. been deemed racist, sexist, bigoted somehow. They actually put the... Uh, warning signs and so yeah they are they are struggling and they should be so I'm glad at least maybe they're gonna try and fix it yeah even replacing the the top guy oh we probably won't do it a, no but it's because something. You, you've got to understand it's already in the system it's in their creators and animators and and storyboard artists and all that it's there they're already weaving that in so the top guy yeah he's gonna make some business decisions but as far as the woke agenda and the pro LGBTQ agenda we can't really expect that to go away just because they're replacing the top, the top guy. Yep. All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up this week on Educated. Uh, how do you think we did? We're into a whole new month, so I don't yeah. know.
Well, you should let us know how we're doing by visiting stayeducated.org. All right, for Katie and myself, thanks for watching. And until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.